Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Trumpton Broadcasting Company, broadcasting live via the medium of modern technology. It's now time for your scheduled show with the Mayor of Trumpton, the Honourable Mike Dix. Our top middle and bottom story this week is the non-news that a white middle-aged man has been refused a bank account, making his life a misery and restricting his ability to contribute to society. But that's enough about the bloody homeless. Let's talk about why Nigel Farage has been turned down for a bank account at the King's Bank Coots, because they think he's a racist grifter. In tech news, Elon Musk has decided that he's done so much damage to the Twitter brand that he's going to rename it so that he can start afresh with a new brand to destroy. In sport, the England football team are playing solid football, living up to our expectations and not causing any controversy at the World Cup in Australia. A spokeswoman for the team said, We like to think of ourselves as role models for the men's team, who one day could become successful and well-behaved like us. And finally, beloved TBC presenter Mike Dix has announced his leukaemia is back, just in time to divert attention from last week's sexual assault allegations. And that is the news. Good morning, good lunchtime, good tiffin and good night, sweetheart. Today, I'll be asking the Prime Minister why he wants Nigel Farage to be his best friend. Sir Keir Starmer will be here to tell us how he managed to lose the Uxbridge by-election and explain you, Les, to us. Our agony aunt, Suella Braverman, will be here to take your questions about money and local Tory MP, Sir Clive Denby, will be here to explain whatever it is his paymasters want him to explain. But first, let's go over to Aidan in the TBC Chopper to find out how many bank accounts Nigel Farage could have if he wasn't such an arrogant snob. 42. Thank you, Aidan. And now this. So first, let's kick off by talking to the Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, and finding out what's been going on this week. Rishi, there's been a number of disasters, I guess, in the Mediterranean this week. How do you feel about that? I think it's been a terrible thing, and I feel very sorry for all those people in small boats. Luckily, what was able to happen is they were taken in by by the local people, the people of that country. They helped the people in the small boats, they fed them, and they looked after them, and they treated them carefully. 
And they were rescued by the authorities. Yes. They, were, they were saved from an imminent disaster and fear, I imagine. And these are Syrian refugees, Afghanistan refugees, trying to find a safe home, yeah? No, it's British tourists on EasyJet. Right, of course. I guess that's who you'd be worried about. Well, similarly, you've been talking out this week on behalf of a victim, really, in the immigration debate, somebody that's been really struggling. Tell me a bit more about that. Thank you for bringing that up, Mike, because I think it's important that we remember that in all the political struggle about the small boats and about the way people are treated, that some people fall through the cracks and therefore they are struggling. They are finding it difficult. They're they're being victimised and they're being picked on just because of their birthright. Have you got anybody in particular in mind? Well, yes, one tragic figure, Nigel Farage. Yes, you did come out very strongly in Nigel's uh, case. In fact, asking for the CEO of NatWest Bank to step down, which he has done now. Suella Braverman, James Cleverly, they've all come out in favour of uh, closing down these terrible private banks. Do you think it's time we crack down on these private elite institutions like Eaton and private jet companies and private healthcare? I think if they're picking on Nigel Farage, yes, definitely, because Nigel should be our friend. Why should Nigel be your friend, Rishi? Basically, if you want to know the truth, it's because 30% of the British people are massively racist and they like Nigel. And they won't vote for you. Last week, while we were off the air due to legal reasons, I'd spent the whole week in court trying to defend myself against the accusations of sexual abuse that Aidan had been spreading. We missed, I guess, the by-elections across the country, many of which were resounding anti-Tory votes, except in Uxbridge, where the Labour Party lost humiliatingly by 495 votes. Let's get Sakir in the studio to explain this humiliating loss. Sakir, explain yourself. Well, once again, it's nice to be here explaining myself. Which one of my many faults would you like me to explain to you today? Well, in Oxbridge, Sakir, the the, the very anti-Tory vote seemed to not help you win a by-election that the Labour Party has never won before. And in fact, you narrowed the majority to only 495 for the first time in the history of that seat. And many people are saying that's a disaster for the Labour Party, a complete and utter disaster. And it's all to do with, A, you stealing Tory policies, and B, the ULES, whatever that is. Well, I think you'll find they're both connected, Mike. You see, the thing is, I don't think we've actually stolen Tory policies. I think what we've done is come up with a special type of policy that's not quite a Labour policy. It's sort of a an un-Labour policy. And I'd like to think they're particularly good ones. So I think they're more like un-Labour election zingers. You know, it's a zinger. It will get people in. An un-Labour election Zinger. So that's what ULIS stands for, is it, Sakir? Yes, it is. It's a bit of a mouthful, doesn't really trip off the tongue. So is there a shorter way we could think of those policies? Uh, yes, Tory party policies. Thank you, Sakir. So in tech news this week, Melon Tusk, the famous South African stroke American owner of various weird engineering companies, has purchased the Trumpton Village Hall for £44.4 million and has some seriously big plans for what he's going to do with the place, including rebranding, I think. Let's get Melon into the studio to answer a few of our important techie questions. Hello, Melon. Hello, Mike. It is nice to be here. So you brought the Village Hall recently for £44.4 million, even though the council had valued it at 
£15.72. What exactly are your plans for the village hall? Well, I have a multitude of plans. The first thing I need to do, right, is to recognise the fact that I'm quite funny. So what I'm planning to do is run a regular comedy night there where I will be emceeing it and headlining and opening. And also everyone have a public forum on the notice board in the village hall and I will control that. Right, so you'll be writing all of the reviews that go on there, right? Yes, I will be writing the reviews that go on the village hall notice board and also I will be charging people to come in. I will be charging people to come out and I'll be charging people to also write other comments on the village notice board. I assume everybody is still welcome in the village hall. Everybody is welcome, but if anyone says anything negative, then they will be banned. That's your free speech element of the... Yes, everyone has the right to free speech, but I also have the right to be offended. So if they disagree with you but laugh at you, is that okay? If they're laughing at the right time, I will accept it. You're rebranding the village hall. It's It's been known as the village hall since 1842, when it was donated kindly by Wendy Miller's great-great-grandfather. What are you going to be calling it? Well, I thought we should move it with something that's more upbeat, you know, more 21st century and uh, away from this village hall kind of feeling. So I'm going to call it Colin. So people will be saying, I'm going down the Colin to laugh at Elon Musk. Well, thanks, Melon, for coming in. Do come in when one of your spaceships manages to finally take off, will you? Absolutely. In fact, I've got one in the village park right now. Oh, God. I've got to go and light the fuse. Run, everybody. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Well, welcome back. It's time to bring in one of our most popular contributors to the TBC show, Suella Braverman, agony aunt to the nation. Hello, Suella. Hello, Mike. How you doing, mate? I'm all right, actually. I've got cancer. I don't know if I told you. You have mentioned it, but quite frankly, it just comes across as, meh, 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 meh. I've got cancer. Meh, 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 meh. Look at me. Meh, 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 meh. What about me, Mike? What about my problems? You don't listen to me, do you? No, you don't, you fucker. I'm sorry, Sue. I was just hoping you might be able to help me with my mental health issues over the problem. I'll tell you what. Here's Dr. Suella Braverman's first attitude towards mental health. You ready, Mike? I'll give you my first ever consultation as a psychiatrist. You ready? Yes, go. Fucking get over it. Okay. Sorted. Well, let's move on to the next letter that we've received. It's, this is a very sad story, I think. This gentleman applied for a bank account at an exclusive private bank, and they've been turned down because the banks say that they've said terribly racist things. What do you think he should do? 
Well, first of all, we need to know where he's from. Uh, it says Thanet. Thanet. Okay, so there's a good chance he's white, right? I think you'll find that this is a bank has been racist towards him. You think the bank's being racist towards this white guy? You, you've got to be racist to a white guy if you're accusing him of something, because, you know... Essentially, the bank are persecuting this member of a minority. This little poor individual, okay, who's been accused of certain things. So, well, let me interrupt. It's not really an accusation, is it? It's things that he's said, things that he's done. Well, he's probably been misquoted. I mean, you can, it's easy to be misquoted, Mike. I mean, the other day, someone was talking about you, and I said you were a right little cunt. Now, the thing is, someone thought that I meant that in a negative way, but I meant, I love you, you little cunt. Do you know what I mean? So, out of context, obviously. Context, exactly. Calling, when people say of Nigel Farage, for example, you're a racist little bigot and pathetic. Out of context, that could mean you're a racist little bigot and pathetic. Well, I think you're fine with Nigel Farage. He is just genuinely an absolute cunt. Okay, so well, let's move on from that one, because that's slightly controversial, I think, calling a bank racist. So moving on, I have a, a letter here from a barge owner from Holland who was told to deliver two barges to Liverpool to house asylum seekers and the order was signed by the government but when they turned up at Liverpool they were turned away. What should they do? Well, what they want to do is look at a small print. You sign any contract, you know you're in trouble. You know how I sign my contracts, Mike? No, I don't, Swiller. In blood, mate. So if they don't have a contract signed by you in blood... They have to keep the boats. They keep the boats, mate. Absolutely. I mean, it seems slightly ironic that this government's turning away big boats as well as small boats. I tell you, boats are just dangerous. Do you know what the most dangerous type of boats are? It's the ones that are on ground that people use as little flowerbed displays. What the fuck is going on there? Yeah, I quite agree with that. My mother's got a number of those. Well, thanks for that advice, Suella. That's really welcome, I'm sure. Uh, by those poor souls out there that you don't seem to give a shit about. But Parliament's actually in recess at the moment, so you must have some time on your hands. What have you been up to this week? Why are you asking? You're asking a lot of questions. I don't think I want to share that kind of information. It's all right for you, because, you know, Mr. I've got cancer, I'm quite prepared to share every personal detail. Some of us like to keep things a bit quiet. Some of us like to keep it shut. And I think for your medical benefit, my friend, it might be an idea if you keep yourself to yourself. Also, I'm going to Magaluf for two weeks. I think it's safe to assume she'll be killing puppies there. And now this. Well, it seems like the last week has been entirely about banking and financial issues, so it's only right that we get Lewis Martin, our finance expert, into the studio to answer some of these important questions. Welcome to the studio, Lewis. Hi, Mike. Lovely to be here. Well, it's lovely to have you here on such an important week with national issues at stake. Nigel Farage has been refused a bank account, and for the last seven days, it's all the media could talk about, really, all the government could talk about, really. They nearly cancelled the Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand so that they could discuss this important international issue as to whether Nigel Farage deserves an elite bank account or not. Now, Lewis, give me the in-depth information I need on this subject. Well, that's an interesting point, Mike, but I'm not going to talk about it because, quite frankly, it's not news. Really, what you've got here is a racist, corrupt motherfucker, so corrupt he's actually trying to get people to send him money that he doesn't need when he's already a millionaire, and we should be more concerned about the fact that the energy companies have announced massive, massive profits. In fact, BP today actually paid out a share dividend of £1.32 per share to their shareholders. Just not on, my friend. Do you know, Lewis, you're absolutely right. The media just seems to have been obsessed by this story about Nigel Farage because he manipulates us all the time. And we're ignoring the fact that energy companies who've been overcharging all of us for energy recently, crippling the economy, causing a cost of living crisis for everybody that I know, everybody in the country, while the government subsidised those energy companies by topping up their profits at our expense through our taxation system. And 
Do you know, importantly, though, do you think Nigel Farage should get an elite bank account? No, mate, I shouldn't. Do you know why? No, I don't. Because he's a wanker. Thanks, Lewis. And now this. So it's that time of the show where the owners of the Trunton Broadcasting Company call me from Barbados and tell me that I must let Sir Clive Denby, the local Tory MP, into the studio for at least 10 minutes to tell me his views on this week's news. To tell me his views on this week's news. So reluctantly, hello Sir Clive. Hello Mike, how are you? I'm fine, thank you Sir Clive. This week's been an interesting week. The entire Tory party seems to have been coming to the defence of... Nigel Farage and his bank account at Coots. Where do you stand on that? Well, I think it's a dreadful shame, really. I mean, you know, somebody just says an opinion and we should have freedom of speech. We should have freedom of speech and uh, we should be able to defend that and that shouldn't affect someone's banking rights. Absolutely. So you've been out protesting with Nigel Farage and... um... Well, not necessarily with him. Not necessarily with him because um, I still owe him some money. And, you know, he's a bit funny about that right now. I imagine he needs all of it, really. He's down to his last 32 bank accounts. So the issue really is Farage isn't a member of the Conservative Party. And yet the Prime Minister, the Home Secretary, the Foreign Secretary, yourself, very prominently, have come out in defence of Nigel and his fight against an elite private bank. Exactly why do you do that, Sir Clive? Well, it's very simple. It's to do with maths. Oh, really? Yes. Think of the entire UK as a steak and kidney pie. Okay, I'm imagining it. Gravy oozing from the crack down the side. Steak. Kidney, lovely, good stuff. Bit of vinegar, mushy peas. Obviously not mushy peas because they're not savages. However, so in each steak and kidney pie, you have maybe 33% of steak. Yes. You have maybe 33% of kidneys. Uh, Yes. And then you have 33% of massive racists who don't like Rishi Sunak. Therefore, we need to get them on side. Ah, so you're defending Nigel Farage to try and make those people vote for you instead of him. Yes, absolutely. And the sooner we get those lovely, we'll call them gravy people, Okay, because they do get they do get reactionary if you keep using the R word, right? Is gravy people politically correct? Well, I don't know. I mean, you can't really call them a bunch of fucking racists. Uh, you get in trouble for that. And of course, it's not a gammon pie. No, exactly. Oh God, that's, we should have gone with that one. It would have been funnier. <laughs> so if you think about the pie, lovely pie, think of it as a pie chart. Okay, forget about the pastry. So if you open up your steak and kidney pie, you've got thirty three percent steak. Yes. You have thirty three percent kidney. Right, I see. And you have thirty three percent gammon in a steak and kidney. Well, yes, they're definitely there. You try to deny the gammon are there, but the gammon are definitely there. And the problem is the gammon isn't voting for us anymore. So if you defend Nigel Farage, the gammon will come out and support your... Are you the steak or the kidney in the pie? It doesn't matter. We're either. We just want the vote. And what about the gravy? The gravy? Well, fuck them. Gravy being the Labour Party. Labour, Greens, Liberals, who cares? Wishy-washy lot of them. I suppose if you mix the red of the Labour Party, the green of the Green Party, you get a brown slug. You do, indeed. The gravy, so to speak. So, um, Sir Clive, Nigel Farage well-known racist. You went to school with him. Yes, I did. I did went to school with him. And we were in several clubs together. Were you really? Which kind of clubs? Oh, a few. Uh, We were in the uh, chess club. Nice. We were in the economics club. Oh, excellent. Uh, We were in the Aryan Brotherhood. The Aryan Brotherhood. Yes, lovely bunch of chaps. Lovely bunch of chaps. We were in the rugby squad. Rugby, good British. Yes, absolutely. And uh, the Nazi youth. Well, on that bombshell. Thank you, Sir Clive. No problem, Mike. Mustache got a rally to attend. And now this. Many of you will know that this podcast is put together with a friend of mine, Aidan Goatley, and he does all the voices, except for the deep and uh, rich coffee-flavoured voice that is the presenter of the show. That's me. I thought we'd get Aidan into the studio. Well, Aidan's always in the studio. In fact, Aidan is always in my living room waiting to do this show. He lives here seven days a week. I can't get rid of him. Let's talk to Aidan himself 
because I think you've got some news this week. By the way, Aidan, I don't know if I'd mentioned to you, but I've got some news as well this week. Oh, really? What's your news, mate? Shall I go first? Go on, then. I've got leukaemia again. Oh, I've got an award. Oh, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, I think it's probably happier. What did you get an award for? I, I won Best Show at the Buxton Festival Fringe. Best Comedy for my show, 10 Films with My Dad. Which, yes, Mike, is going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe every night, 7.40 at the Voodoo Lounge. I didn't ask, but you did promote it. That's good. I can't help it. I'm a whore. So you won an award judged by your peers, I understand, which Absolutely, is a significant yes. award. Yeah. I don't think it will get many listeners if we say the podcast brought to you by the guy with leukaemia. But what we mm. could say is the podcast brought to you by the award-winning Aidan Goatley. Well, do you know what? We could use this bit to just say that the podcast is award-winning anyway. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Do you know what I mean? Let's face it, we could use the cancer thing as well, get a bit of sympathy, right? Oh, that's a good thing. Please listen to this podcast. He's got cancer. He hasn't got that long. And also, I got refused an account at Coots. Exactly. And then also, I need the publicity. All right, so let's just do the publicity again. You're in Edinburgh next week? I am from the 5th from Saturday the 5th till the 27th of August, 7.40 every night at the Voodoo Rooms. My show is called 10 Films with My Dad. Uh, it's award-winning. And it's free to enter, I'm told. It is free to enter. It's not free to leave. Well, listen, good luck with that. And uh, obviously, have, now you've won an award, you're going to have to do an even better performance in Edinburgh than you did in Buxton. Well, I think I'm going to have to also, really, I feel I should put the effort in because I feel like duty-bound to try and keep you alive. Are you practising my voice in case the leukaemia gets me? Yes, I am, Mike. It's going to be fine. Just to reassure the listeners, normal service will carry on. I just want to reassure listeners that leukaemia is back in my life. It just makes me a bit slower, that's all. It doesn't kill you. If you get a diagnosis of chronic leukaemia, then DM me. Give me a call. Let me know what's going on in your life. But honestly, drugs are great at the moment, and I've just started a new regime, and that's really good. But, you know, let's talk about Aiden because he got a fucking award. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.